Hey everybody, this is Jonathan over at Cultivate. I hope you had a great day. It is a wonderful cool night here in Honolulu. And before I jump into some of the topics on Academic Smart, uh, quick shout out to Paladino over at Smile or Snarl asking about what kind of Filipino food to eat. And here's a couple. Depending on where you are, I'm not sure if you're on East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, but if you're looking for Filipino food, some of the best ones that you could try on basic foods is gonna be lumpia, which is gonna be a pork-filled egg roll. If you do not partake in pork, there are also things called lumpia sariwa or shrimp lumpia. So there's a lot of different options there. If you're looking for some of the more classics, uh, chicken adobo, um, which is gonna be a vinegar, soy sauce, garlic, black pepper, and bay leaf uh, stew. It's gonna simmer for a couple of hours and the meat will just fall off the bones. And if you're looking for um, something I just made today, try laing. It is going to be taro leaves stewed in coconut milk with chili peppers and ginger. It is an absolute wonderful thing to have on a cold night. So I hope you get a chance to eat that. If you're looking for restaurants, please let me know. And if you have any more questions on Filipino food, please give a shout out at Cultivate. So talk to you later here at Anchor. This is John. Hey everybody, this is Jonathan at Cultivate. So, I want to fill everybody in as to why I chose the name for this uh, podcast station. Uh, so we have Cultivate, and I'll talk a little bit about that one later. But Academic Smark is, if you're a wrestling fan, you might have been a smark, or you might have been a dumb mark. So smark happens to be a wrestling term that says you're a smart mark who believes what's going on, but you also think that you could follow what the bookers, the people who plan all the matches are doing. So I want to use Academic Smart to be able to think critically about the stories or the narratives, the ideologies that we're told. So using a wrestling metaphor, I want you all to think of ideology as um, kayfabe. If you're familiar with kayfabe, kayfabe was literally the suspended um, disbelief that a viewer had to have in order to watch a wrestling match. So kayfabe was literally billed as an actual person and this um, actually didn't die until around the late 90s um, with the curtain call incident at Madison Square Garden um, concerning famous wrestlers such as uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash, and um, Razor Ramon. And basically they broke everything that was to, believe, to be believed in the wrestling ring. If you're looking for more information, you could check out some awesome videos on the subject on WrestleTalk, Cultaholic, and What Culture over at YouTube. But the idea of kayfabe is literally the kinds of commonsensical things we tend to believe. And so something in terms of today especially in terms of ideas of fake news, the way fake news grabs people, the way we tend not to believe what the media is telling us. Those are elements of how we are being critical. And the one thing we have to realize is that people using media because and people using um, anything to get at the viewer or the person you know, watching, how they get at us, they're playing on our beliefs and they're playing to an imagination of the world that we have in our head. And if we are not paying attention to how we're being marked out on that, that's how we get manipulated to do dumb ass shit. So 
Um, an example of this right now is going to be the reason why a lot of people, not a lot of people, but there's a good segment of the population out there that think the kids who are protesting after the horrific shooting in Florida, um, the kids who are protesting now, the kids on national television, there are people out in the United States that think they are actors. Now, this is part of that whole right-wing conspiracy, you know, realm where like from Sandy Hook to Aurora that there are people who are like victims who are, you know, appearing all over the place. Well, I'm sorry, you know, white people look alike too. It's not just Asians and, you know, black people and brown people. So what's happening here is this really large disbelief to confront the really racist past of the United States. So when we think about this, when we think about, oh, but what about Martin Luther King Jr.? I mean, let's be honest here. If you all think Martin Luther King Jr. is, you know, this wonderful, peaceful figure, you know, homeboy applied for a gun permit and also got denied for it. But he also had bodyguards who were armed. So you got to remember, um, how did you hear about this? How did you learn about it? The ways history textbooks teach, the ways the things that you are directed to online on the internet is all part of um, the maintaining of a narrative, the maintaining of a lie or a truth. And if you remember what happened in Black Panther recently, you'll see like that is part of how an ideology or a nationalist sort of movement works. Going a little bit all over today, but I encourage you to be smarty or to hashtag get smarty. Hopefully this works. But I want you to be, you the viewer, especially for me as a PhD doctoral student in training, to be very aware of what people are telling you. And a famous historian once said, um, Ronald Takaki, he wrote, if you're looking for a good book to read, read look up Strangers from a Distant Shore. Um, how do you know you know what you know? And if you can do that, then you got a shot at figuring out